Welcome to Women Leading in Cannabis, where we go deep and get real with the pioneering women shaping today's cannabis industry. You can find us on the PodConnects Network, on iTunes, Spotify, and Pandora. If you like what you hear, subscribe to Women Leading in Cannabis. I'm your host, Kira Reed, and I'm here today with Elizabeth May, CFO at Connect. Welcome to the show, Elizabeth. Thank you for having me on your show. Elizabeth has built her career on a solid financial foundation backed with decades of operational experience in many industries. A natural when it comes to networking, Elizabeth excels at matchmaking in the business world, connecting the right people at the right time to ensure strategic growth. Watching her clients and companies succeed is one of her personal measures of success, and colleagues in her orbit say that she's committed, driven, and focused. Elizabeth joined cannabis software startup Connect in early stage development as a co-founder and business strategist. Her extensive financial acumen will help guide the Connect team into early launch and growth phases as the company continues fundraising efforts. As CFO, Elizabeth will have a day-to-day and ongoing impact on company operations, where she'll focus on raising capital in addition to business development, pro forma management, and collaborative product design input. All right, Elizabeth, it is great to have you here today. Let's start with your cannabis story. How did you end up working in the cannabis industry? During COVID, I realized that I needed to keep my people employed as we did HR training that was in person. And when in person shut down, I looked at other industries to move into. And as cannabis was doing really well in spite of COVID, it seemed like a natural fit. I moved into servicing um, kind of the ancillary businesses, started out with a greenhouse manufacturer, and I found the challenges of being a business professional trying to break into cannabis. Interesting. Can you tell us about some of those challenges? Uh, The trust factor is probably the biggest one. Not having experience in the cannabis world, I came in thinking I've been a professional in HR, I've been a professional in finance, that should be an easy transition. But not knowing the industry and the history, it was a a steep learning curve and and definitely some hard lessons. But in the end, I'm really happy that I'm, I'm in the industry at this point. So what did you do to educate yourself? Full immersion. Um, While I had obviously been a cannabis user from time to time, I looked into learning how to grow to everything I could get my hands on about the industry and just was honest. I was transparent. I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to cannabis and where can I learn? That's interesting. So Tell me about your experience being a woman in the industry so far. You come from a finance background, traditional business background, and it's not easy to be a woman in those industries either. So is cannabis different? Is it more challenging? Is it better for you as a woman and a professional? 
I started off in construction, so I have always worked in a male-dominant industry. So I think by the time I moved into the cannabis field, I, I found that men were actually more accepting than construction workers. <laughs> so with that background, um, you know, you come in confident and I know my business. And while I don't know cannabis, I know that I can help. So I have found the men that I work with currently, especially at Connect and, and the other fields I'm in, to be very respectful of me being a woman. And I honestly have to say men in cannabis are doing well for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're good at, uh, at inclusivity. Mm -hmm. That's great. So what are some of the challenges that you're dealing with at Connect that have surprised you that you didn't necessarily imagine or expect you'd run into in the cannabis industry? I think how I got involved with Connect was as a service provider, I wanted to find a simpler way to make the connection and to get my product out there um, for, for the operators and, and getting that product. And I think in Connect... What I have found is the marketing challenges I think that we all face with being in cannabis and getting our product out in a way that reaches the people we want it to and meets all of the standards of, of the internet protocol. That's been our biggest challenge so far. And tell us about Connect. What do you do? What is your future? And then tell me a little bit about what they're doing to support women within the company. I, I've, I've spoken with the owners and I know that they are, they're very big champions of women in the industry. So if you can kind of give us the 360 on, on the company and how they are with uh, the women in their, their company. Connect is a digital marketplace that is connecting operators and service providers through a double blind platform that allows you to find a great match and create a deal. And we work through the contract process for you. Uh, I personally work in the CFO role and I have also helped with business development and working in the investor relations. As far as Connect's role in supporting women, we have continued to bring on more women on the team. And I feel that they are always open to hearing from us, both as women, as, as professionals, and they are continuing to bring on more as, as diversity. Very cool. And so as CFO, what is your mission? My mission is to keep the team on track financially, as well as to meet with investors and grow our vision. And how are you finding the job of raising capital in the cannabis industry versus traditional industries? It's definitely been some different challenges. I also am in commercial real estate and have found that it's an easier market. So cannabis has been a learning curve, but we're also tech. So we've been able to appeal to investors on that component um, and saying this is a great tech for you to be involved with and it's servicing one of the fastest growing industries. And how is that going? Are you finding a lot of receptive investors? Because I know I've talked to several investors who have stopped investing in um, cannabis plant touching products because they say that that market is now flooded. I think one investor said to me, you can only do a pre-roll so many ways before 
you know, there's no point in investing in it. So are you finding that coming at it from a tech perspective, you're having an easier time? I would say that we are. I know that that's one of the first questions that we get asked is how are you handling the financing with being an MB3 business? We aren't plant touching. We aren't dealing with someone directly touching the plant. We only collect a fee from the service provider, not from the operator. It's a free service for the operator. So with going into that perspective, people who wouldn't necessarily be investors in cannabis, especially plant touching, we're able to offer them the tech that services the industry, but doesn't touch the plant. Interesting. Okay. So what are you excited about and what are you worried about when it comes to federal legalization? I think we're excited to take our product um, national, which I think a lot of people probably are. And obviously the concerns of what does that really look like and what are the laws that are, are going to be surrounding that? Because I'm sure it's not going to just be a free for all. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What are you looking forward to in the second half of 2022 for Connect? Uh, we had our soft launch just this past week, and I'm looking forward to getting more users on the platform, getting the feedback and having our first revenue. Is there anything else that you want to share with us about Connect or about you? Um, I'd probably say one of the things that I, I would be interested in is what resources there are for women in cannabis and, you know, what are ways that we can support each other and obviously doing things like this, I think is great, um, to get the word out there, both for women and for cannabis. So I think that's probably where I'm at as a focus. Tell me, tell me what your experience has been as a woman in the industry. I feel like everyone has been very accepting. I think that I've gone in being transparent that I don't know a lot. So I found from many really just surprising sources, as well as just some great older women in cannabis, that this is what they've done their entire lives, that, you know, passed along documents of read this, it'll help you. Or, you know, here's here's my grow Bible that I made and read it, which translated to me then starting my own grow, because I was like, if I'm going to do this, I want to jump all in. Um, which then in the last um, six months, I actually purchased a grow store. So I, I kind of have gone all aspects of, of jumping into cannabis. And I found that the women have been a great resource and absolutely support each other and band together. That's so awesome. Tell us about some of these women. Who, who has been helping you? Can you share their names? Absolutely. Yeah. Nancy Mendenhall has probably been my first um, big introduction and she has been a longtime grower and worked for many companies and she just kind of took me under her wing and just showed me all the ropes when it came to growing. That's great. So you said you are focused on how women can help each other. What are some of the ways that you are helping women to do that? Um, I empower my team. I, I like to see people succeed and I like to see people succeed at what they do best. Um, Jess Crouch on my team at Connect has done a phenomenal job of being our brand ambassador and taking that role on and really making the connections that, that we needed to, to launch our company. Great. 
Do you see that cannabis does things differently when it comes to women and the networks of women and the support of women? Do you feel that it's, I mean, for me personally, I came from the tech world and as well as the entertainment world. And I found that in cannabis, women are much more interested in truly helping each other. It's a much more authentic uh, um, assistance for each other and that they get a lot further. Do you find that to be the same or was your experience um, one of great support in the other industries you've been in? No, uh, the construction industry is not supportive of women. (laughs) I was like, uh, before the Me Too movement, I was like, I've hit every box you could possibly imagine going through that. And I, I have felt one that the women really support each other and, you know, really right off the bat, you meet someone and they're like, let's connect. We're a woman in cannabis. And that's been really refreshing from, from coming from male heavy industries, finance, construction. Um, Women are oftentimes treated as the secretary or as an object. And it feels really nice to be treated as, as a person based on my experience and my, my value I'm bringing um, and being heard. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Well, Unless there's something else you want to add, Elizabeth, we can wrap it up. No, I, I <laughs> sorry, I'm a little shorter than normal. But <laughs> keep your brief. That's okay. That's okay. Thank you so much, Elizabeth, for your time and for sharing your journey with us today. Ladies, thank you for tuning in. If you haven't yet joined the Women Employed in Cannabis community, go to weicwomen.com. There you'll find all the details on membership for women working in cannabis. WEIC is a community that provides networking, cannabis career coaching, and resources and support to women working in cannabis in the U.S., Canada, and around the world where there's an interest in legalization. We welcome women who are currently working in cannabis or curious about taking the leap into the industry. Consider becoming a WEIC woman member or business member for benefits and access across the network. Join us again for another conversation with women leading in cannabis. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, it's Justin Benton, host of the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant that goes by so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. So if you love this plant and you want to hear a story that tugs on those heartstrings and learn more about this plant, then head on over to the Miracle Plant Podcast. You'll be glad you did.